Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Conversations with Carol, episode 10. I'm with a great guest of mine, a guy that has really created and helped me be the person I am and, and helped me with the team. I call him Matty Ice because he he's a quarterback of our team. He's the guy that makes it all go. I'm, I'm welcome to to have you on the show, Matt, and I thank you for, for bringing Mama in and sipping some tea, man. And, oh, sir, and just, I, like, I like that. Oh, little, yeah, oh, yeah, hey. oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm thankful, really, and, and we want to start off by giving you a gift, man. Stop. Oh, yeah. I want to start off before there's a gift and say this. Lovely introduction, thank you. Oh, yeah. But I will say this, that anything I have done, you've met the expectation of that, and you've exceeded my expectations. Oh, so man. in saying that, you create what you put out there. So That's I can true. only take you so far, but you, you drank the water. And, <laughs> and the people off camera here, yeah. my boys, yeah. it's tight. It is, it's it is, tight. definitely. And that's a testament to you because the standard is always up here. And where's that started, gift, bro. guys? You ain't playing. Oh, snap, here we go. Uh-oh. Early Christmas gift, man. Muscle top. <laughs> Early Christmas gift. What's going on here? You're always dancing, hey! you're always ripping and running, so. Wait, we shouldn't, I shouldn't get these out. Thank you. Stop. Yeah, man. Let me see. Oh, now I wait. I remember you said, what size shoe am I? I was asking you so many times. I just keep asking you. Oh, you're not done. I'm not done, man. My brother. I know. I hook you up, man. I'll try to hook my guys up. Yes, mommies. It's fresh, didn't get mama. You shit. I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna slide these over too, man. Go ahead, bro. Thank you so much. No problem, man. Early Merry Christmas. I was like, the ice has arrived. Oh, Thank yeah. You. For sure. It's, Thank you that's so a much. little gift, man. It's nothing. Oh, she came for an appearance. Oh, now you want to pop There's the key. Up. Now you want to pop This is the key up. to the, uh, to the, the, the Mama mega makes house. it go. Yeah. Mama makes it go. She does. She does. But definitely getting back to you and you being the, the public re relations extraordinaire, you've thrived during COVID. Like, hard. A, not hard time, hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. You and I remember when all this was coming about. I remember texting you and, and talking to you like, "Hey, we need. We're gonna get ready to do this, this, and this." And I was just like, "Oh, we're not gonna pull the reins back here." Like, no, we're going forward. And I just want to hear from you. How is that like? Because it's not just me you manage. You manage so many other people yeah. as well. So, what was your mindset when you when this COVID came and you were presented with it? What were you thinking for each one of the the people that you had to manage? I love the, this COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, holy shit, I'm going to be out of business. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I sat there, I remember sitting there for a week, mm -hmm. being like, oh my God, every client's going to call me and be like, oh, you know, we got to tighten the purse strings, we got to do this. So I was like, I got to like literally sit down again and relearn everything that I know. Mm -hmm. And then learn more on top of that. Mm -hmm. And then add another layer to my cake and like keep the cake growing. So for me, it was like, it was born out of a little bit of fear, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. Because I was like, I had just moved into my, pretty much into a brand new place in LA. Mm -hmm. Pimpin' place, not cheap. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna go back and get a roommate again, mm -hmm. and like, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what this whole thing was gonna be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, let me retrain myself. And I'm like, go right back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Let me look at what I'm really good at and what I was really good at was television. Yeah. And you can't go into a TV studio when you're doing that. So I was like, all right, how do I 
build upon that? How do I build upon magazine world? Mm -hmm. And how do I just open up a whole brand new thing? And I was like, there was just a, a moment of like a week where I didn't sleep. And I would like read things and I would look at lists and I would find international places that were doing content. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I can build together a portfolio again. Because yeah. I believe in business, everything's a model. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, you got to be able to talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah. But I do believe that what I do can be trained to be done. If you're willing to like sit and listen and follow the follow the rules, it's not rocket science. Yeah, it takes a big ballsy mouth, and I got that down to a thing. But I do believe it's like a formula: one plus one plus one equals the end result. Yeah, and it's a lot of hard work in between. Mm -hmm. But once you get one, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, add that into my wall. Yeah, done. That's a, that's a deliverable that I can guarantee. Yeah, I'm all about. I, I remember when I studied to become a publicist via wanting to be a primary school teacher. All of this all of this led me to understanding like the formula of like building a brick wall and looking at a wall and remembering like don't race yourself too fast because mm -hmm. you leave gaps in the wall, it'll all crumble. Yeah. So I was like I felt like COVID was like this reset. It was mm -hmm. a reset for you. It was mm -hmm. a reset for me to look at you, all the other clients that I have and be like, how do I what do we have to say? Yeah. What do we want to talk about? Should we be talking about certain stuff? Is it important to talk about things? Should we take a step back? And I was like, you had this brewing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the best way to do it is to take you and level you up. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why you shouldn't be on all these covers. There's no reason why you shouldn't be sharing your stories. And it, I think it lit a fire under your backside, too, to mm -hmm. be like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, it did. And for me, that's what I'm about. If you're popping, I feel popping, and then it gives me that level of like, where do we go next? Mm -hmm. And how we're gonna kind of take this off? And I'm like, from where we started in March to where we are <laughs> now, I'm like, I was, I was just saying before we, we hit the, the play on this, yeah. I'm putting together like end of year rap sheets for everybody, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> well, most people had I, blessings, like, I don't know. I, I, coming over here, I, I, I remember reading something on Instagram, and then I remember seeing like this weird, response to this quote and people being so like freaking pussy antique bullshit mm -hmm. frankly mm -hmm. i remember reading this thing saying if you don't come out of this pandemic or this with one new skill or one new this you haven't really like tapped into your thing mm -hmm. and i read some people being like oh but what if you're this or what if you're that like that's really like effed up like that's really not cool to say that and i'm like god if i took you way back to where i began and yeah. what i've been through yeah I just don't have the piece of paper that says you're certified crazy. Yeah. So if I can come out the other end of this and retrain myself in my business, continue doing my show, doing this, I thrive on busy and I literally have cut out so many people in my life that think they're busy and I'm like, you ain't busy. Yeah. You don't know what busy is. It's like my group's down to like a nice size 10 now. Where it should be. That's where it's nice. Yeah. It's comfortable. We actually support each other mm -hmm. and everybody knows the definition of what that means. Yeah. It's not like face value mm -hmm. nonsense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's why I'm so like in sync with you and the boy. Like I just feel like when you grow together, you really can make a change. If you're just doing this for yourself, money's point. great, but money comes and goes. Exactly. As we've seen during this time. Yeah, exactly. And I made a lot of money this year. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. 
Let me tell you, it's been a good year. That's but that's a testament to you and your work, and I don't want to go all back. Her, man. It's you can't say well, it. I can't. All her. I can't. Yeah, She's the constant. A, this is the team right here: Batman and Robin. What's up, G? Maddie Ice and Mama. What's it's up, just G? What it is. No, listen. Life is life is very interesting, mm -hmm. and I think, I think, I think I don't know. It's been. We're now here, the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I really have looked at people, and I really have looked at a lot of friends of mine, and it sounds a little callous, but I've cut people out because I'm like, I don't want to be surrounded by, I'm going to say, I don't want to be surrounded by average. Yeah. I intend to have a really wonderful life, and I want my people that are part of my day-to-day -day and my business to grow. If you're not growing, then we ain't doing our job anymore, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You can take a walk, we'll still be friends, that's it. Mm -hmm. But if we're moving and and keeping it's just it doesn't ha it doesn't happen overnight nothing happens yeah. overnight but if that needle keeps pushing mm -hmm. the world's the, the opportunities are limitless exactly i think that's like what you've been there, doing man. i think that's what you've been doing for everybody i mean every it seems like every single week it's somebody else has a magazine cover yeah. somebody else has an interview somebody else is you're interviewing somebody else for sipping the tea it's just you're not the conventional pr guy i always say that all the time and i call you Matty ice because you are an all-star man, because of w the way you plan things. And I kind of want to go back to how you got into this, because mm. I think your story is very unique and it's not the conventional, oh, I want to do this, so I decided to do it. You had to start in a certain place in your life and you had dips in the road. And I just want you to talk about big that trust. a little bit. Yeah, big, <laughs> big, big ones. Big dips. No, I'm originally from Australia, mm -hmm. so I had this dream when I was a kid that I really didn't know what it was, but funnily enough, it was I loved animals back all the way back then, but mm -hmm. I also loved working with kids, so I thought I'd be a primary school teacher. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, like, you have to be neutral with every child, and I was like, well, that one's a star, and that one's a star, the rest are yellow. <laughs> I mean, that's enough to say, you know. So I, I didn't, uh, I exited university, I didn't finish uni. Yeah. And I remember sitting with my mom one day, and she goes, you're too great to do nothing. I was working in a jewelry store, I was working in a muffin store, I was working at a call center. Three jobs in one thing while I was trying to work out what I was doing. So I was making bank, yeah. but busting my ass, yeah. like a dog. I had started at the bottom of the chain in the jewelry store and I was the manager of that store now. I now run the muffin store, 6 a.m. And I basically went and sat at a call center and got paid 35 bucks an hour to like chat and be comical with people. She goes, this is not a life for you. Yeah. She goes, this is not going anywhere. We opened a newspaper, she scouted a newspaper. She goes, look at this, like local government job in media. I was like, I don't know what that is, what is that? She goes, I don't know, maybe write something for a newspaper? Totally not what we're doing. Yeah. Totally not related <laughs> yeah. to anything. So I remember going for an interview. I didn't get what I applied for, but they created a whole new position for me there because they were like, this guy has potential. Mm -hmm. Now I remember going into that scenario and it was, it was a traditional media thing. So basically I was a liaison for the local kind of area where I lived. And it was the mayor and I would do the mayor's schedule and I would do all this and I would do all that. Now way back then where I lived, there was probably one of still today, like top 10 biggest things that ever happened there. Mm -hmm. A young girl got pack rapes, gang rapes in a car park by 10, 10 Arab boys. It was the biggest story I've ever. The, my bus that I reported to quit and so basically they were like, oh, so like, you're just gonna so have to like, help us here? And I was like, okay, we're gonna have to pay me. 
Great. So we moved in from a, a two-month situation into getting paid. Mm-hmm. They eventually hired somebody. And I kind of, like, learned things as I went. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so I like to talk to people. I like this concept of seeing somebody in a paper or seeing somebody on television. How do you get there? And who does that? Yeah. Like, how is this jigsaw piece put together? Yeah. And so I kind of went from there. And I started, I mean, back in Australia, I worked with the top five people that were anybody back in the 2000s. Yeah. And I remember being a fan of them and basically, like, hustled and stalked and hustled and stalked, casually stalking. Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and I kind of got to the point where I, like, dipped and I was like, I'm going to go to America. And I was working with a girl that won a beer contest. And she was, like, a bikini model, darling girl, but the judge of that contest was Paris Hilton. And Paris said to both of us, if you ever come to L.A., look me up. Now, this is, like, early 2000. Yeah. This is when The Hills with Heidi Montag and Lauren yeah. Conrad was popping. Okay. Like, this is peak pop culture yeah. moment. So I went to L.A. for three months. And I was like, oh, this is everything. This is amazing. And they're all flakes. All of them. Nobody came to Sarah's. <laughs> We're living in a dump in Beverly Hills in a, in a I was about to say a brothel. May as well have been in a hostel. <laughs> um, sharing a shower, doing this shit, all this. I was like, all right, this is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Somebody I had met along the way said, I know somebody that's looking for a publicist in New York City. I was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. They were like, just say you know what it is mm-hmm. and convince them. Yeah. It was $10,000 a month and it was like pop art situation. So it was like a guy sitting on a toilet doing his shit, but it was in ceramic. And it was in the moment. It was like sick. It was major. Yeah. I had no place in any way being a part of that. But you were in there. But I took it. Uh-huh. And I knew one person in New York, and I went there, and that person got a job at E-News in L.A., so she bounced that way, and I went there, and I was like, I don't know where the hell I am. I got a place in Harlem, and I just slowly went and did and kept it it pushing and got fired from that job. Went and got another job at a fashion PR company and basically trained and started from the beginning. I had reached a peak in Australia where I had done everything that I possibly could, Mm -hmm. and I started again. I think there's a big takeaway in all things that I've learned over the time. Be willing to, like, start again. Yeah. You may think you know it all, but there's always something else to learn. So be willing to kind of eat humble pie, take it back, listen, and learn. It took me a while to get there because I was like, no, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I want. You know, and then it kind of kicked into... I started working in fashion PR, and I was like, this is kind of getting close to what I want to be. This is like fashion week. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, I'm getting close. Yeah. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. And I remember like, this was way back. Like, Kat DeLuna was famous then and she came into my thing. Like, girl Chantel came in. That's where I met. I had all these like random relationships with all these amazing people mm-hmm. who now like, unfortunately, are nobodies. <laughs> love y'all. But, you know, Chantel is a, is a beast. I love her. But it's funny to look at how life changed for people and how you need to... It's tough. It's tough out there for things. Yeah. And I kind of just ended up being like, well, I'm going to start my own thing. Incorporate... There was a whole thing being not from this country and, like, getting the visa and doing all this and... Just do it. Yeah. Just keep pushing through the things. I, I mean, like that, that was all good. That was my motto until I kind of stumbled into some dark territory with drugs. Mm-hmm. And that almost shut me down for good. Yeah. It shut me down spiritually... It shut me down mentally a lot, and it really kind of... So if I, I was like, I would never tell anybody 
So like, it's not even fun. I can't even remember why I even took that first bump of cocaine. Mm -hmm. Because now I look back and I was like, A, I could have been so rich right now. Because mm -hmm. I went from casual to party to sitting in my bed doing it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I did that for three years. And I just dug my, dug a grave, dug oh. a grave, dug a grave. But I got out of bed and kept going. Mm -hmm. This is where you need to look at who your circle is. Because I looked gone, I looked like dog poo, I looked terrible. And not one person around me ever said, are you okay, what's going on? We all enabled each other. To keep think going. it was fun, yeah. think it would be cool to be on the street doing a line on Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker's steps on Sex and the City. <laughs> no, that's like, you're gonna get arrested. Yeah. You're gonna go to jail. Like, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I got to that point. That's why I moved to LA. I was like, every part of this place, there's so much goodness and great memories, but there's so much darkness in that epicenter. I need to go away to release that. So now I can go back to New York and be like, I don't have those temptations. Mm -hmm. I don't even think about it anymore. I mm -hmm. can actually talk about it and be like, it's a, that, the way I trained my mind, I never went to rehab, I never did this. I was like, what's more important, money and a life? or this limited high, and the limited high had done it so much, it was like drinking a Red Bull. Yeah. I can drink a Red Bull now before I go to sleep and be done. So it's about picking, you know, you have honest conversations with yourself too. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, and I remember her, I had got her out of a trash can one Christmas, and she has been through so many ups and downs with me, and I remember every time that I took a line, she would turn her body to me and be like, ignore me, and I was like, what is this? There's something there to this. Mm -hmm. There's something there, and it's so weird to... I'm a, I'm a very animal-driven human being. Yeah. I find center in that. So that's my drug now. Yeah. Animals and things, but you can be anything. So I look at people, and I'm like, oh, you have a drug problem. You're an alcoholic. You're this, you're that. I really did have a problem. I've never really said that to anybody. Yeah. I've never actually probably said that out loud. I went to a few AA meetings. I went to uh, Narcotics Anonymous. I've never said that and been, sh been open to share that, so I feel very comfortable here. Because That's it's cool. such a, no, it's such a big reason why yeah. COVID, I need it. it's all bullshit. Yeah. It doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. I saved myself from like death, imminent man. death yeah, over there. Pretty much. Imminent death. Because if I kept on that path, yeah. my teeth were rotting out. Look at this now. <laughs> things, were, things were like going downhill fast. Yeah. And I was like, I just started this new life. And... Here we are, what, three years later, now I started a new life in Miami, mm -hmm. but it feels like an extension of what I've created. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like I've left, you're here. I have all the, all the gang at ZWF that's here. Mm. And I still have every client that, I, that I've got in LA and New York. Nothing has changed, it's just my location has changed and my happiness is for the first time I can say, like, I am so happy. Like I sit there on my balcony looking over that water being like, this is like, it brings me to tears. Like, literally, that's the happiest I've ever been. Don't jump off that seat, because if you injure yourself, everyone will be happy. <laughs> but it's, like, true. My journey has been, like, so crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think people think, because I don't, I don't share anything. Yeah, I know you I don't. put a very, like, very clean look on every kind of social media, and I think people think I have this perfect life. Mm -hmm. It is anything but perfect. Anything but perfect. And if the, I think now, listening to that story, that's, like, one eighth of BS that I went through. Well, but the minute judge. I did, the minute I started on that negative path, brought negative people in. Yeah. And you you look at people and you're like, it blurs the line of like, all right, 
you're not a bad person, but you're not good for me. Yeah. And based on that, at this point in my life, at the end of 2020, I have, like, I'm a, I'm a Just hack. hack yeah. I'm a hack. Yeah. And it's hard. There's some people I've hacked that I've known for four or five years. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean I don't love those people. It just means... They can't be around you for what you're doing. They don't have the same level mindset. I am never going to work for another person again in my life. I will always work for myself. Mm -hmm. I will turn every opportunity that I've created for both myself, my little family, every client that I have, into more things for them. Mm -hmm. Because I'd love to see... The joy that I get from seeing you win, the joy I get from seeing, you know, Carmine from the Pussycat Dolls win, so and so and so forth. I always say if I lose that joy, then this ain't the business and I'll just become a full-time zookeeper. Like that, zwfmiami.com. Check it out, check it out, check it out. That's a testament to you, but there's, for anybody that's hearing this, there are some people that cannot get out of that hole, that just continually go down it, continually say, well, it is what it is. They continually just beat themselves down, and you were able to lift yourself out of it. Change that narrative of it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. I think it's the worst thing that you can say. Yeah. I think people say it in jest. Oh, it is say what it, it is. All, they were saying like, this whole time. COVID, it is what it is. No, it's not. You should be able, like you said, find something Let's, that you can do. Can we get a wide shot of this? Oh, it is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. But then it's not what it is. That's true. It is what you want it to be. That's definitely true. And if you want to work at a at a Publix and like do that, then if that makes you happy, or if you're comfortable, because I did learn, and my mother always used to say to me, because I never, I, I honestly feel like we could all be successful. Mm-hmm. Like to the, there is space to break through that one percent, like the top one percent. It's plenty of room up there. Yeah. You just gotta open your mouth and talk, and let they, the doors are open. Go in. Yeah. That mean you're gonna have all the money that they got, but you can get you can like get if you ask questions. But I also am not gonna. I've kind of developed over this pandemic period where mm-hmm. I used to, not judgment, but look at people and be like, I see so much potential in you, but you're like bottom of the barrel. What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Mm-hmm. That is what they allow themselves to be. Yeah. Nothing is what it is. You can change anything you want. I like that. You really can. But I also, I can't change it for you. And this yeah. is where the, the acts has come in. Yeah. So I can't be around those people that don't, you don't have to be like top of your game, but you have to have that dream and drive. Mm-hmm. It's good to have a dream, but if you don't do anything with it, whatever. It's just <laughs> Because a dream is just that there. Yeah. And you gotta like, and then sometimes you go back mm-hmm. and you gotta go forward mm-hmm. and then sometimes you gotta go back. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, being surrounded by you and watching what you've done, you've given me, you know, gasoline in <laughs> my tank to go and, like, kick butt for you. Mm-hmm. And Carmeet, you know, she was on the brink of doing this big world tour with the Pussycat Dolls, the biggest, like, major stuff. Yeah. Gone. And what she's been able to do and where we've done in nine months is incredible. Yeah, so it's like, I don't believe in, like, you can't do something. And I don't... I choose now to like just shut the door on people that are like, oh, it's tough, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. Yeah, it is, but stop telling yourself that narrative. Even if you have to live in a bit of a fairyland for a little moment in time yeah. and be like, no, I, 
I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I've read so many books and like the, the top people, they don't have degrees. They don't have this. They don't have that. So that means me, drops out of university, had a drug addiction, did this. I'd be like, man, you better be reading about me in a textbook the day I die. I better be, oh, in, yeah. a, I better be in a textbook. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I, I don't, that's not, I say that in jest, but I was like, if some of these major people can be major and, and just do that and kind of do it, I'm sure there had to be cutthroat at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be a billionaire but I, I want to live a very nice life and I want to bring my people with me and I want them to impact change on things. Yeah. So I can impact change on the corporation, like the, the media or marketing, like, you know, I can be kind of that go-to person. Mm -hmm. I also want to take this eventually and phase out of what I do and just become like a talking head about it mm -hmm. and teach people how to do it for a lot of money. That's actually interesting. You're on your way to that. You got subscription? Here we oh, go, man. You, you're your on your way to that. I know, box. I know we've talked a little bit. You have some things in the works. We don't even have to talk about oh, that yeah, right we got, now. We got some, you got some, there's some actual good things in the works. But You got some good stuff. I'm going to save some of that juice <laughs> for season two, man. Yes, season you're going to be on season two anyway. So don't even... That's crazy. That's man. automatic. And I want to... I also want to talk about... Well, two things. I want to talk about ZWF. Because you were talking about how my, my eyes go I know up. straight up and your love for animals and I remember two years ago. Wait, can you see this? Wait, if I show my phone to the camera, would they be able to? Yeah, and this one. That's all ready. Look at that G. Yes, G. <laughs> yes, G. Get your life, chimpy. I remember I mean, two, years. two years ago in August, you Facetime me. You told me I'm coming out to Miami. I'm coming out to see a monkey. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. You going to the zoo? You and about three thousand people. Yeah. Are like, you're in. You're in. Yeah, loose just, cannon, I'm bro. like, all right, that's cool. And then I remember seeing you with the monkey, and I remember seeing how happy you were. I'm just like, yo, he really loves monkeys. I didn't take you that serious with it, but then you came back out. I think it was December. You came back out, and you stayed for what two weeks or something like that. And then I was like, wow, him and this monkey really getting together. And then you brought me out. Early this year, or yeah. la was it last year? This year or last year? It was this yeah, year. It was this year, I think. Right, yeah, guys, we went in February. We went this year. And that's when I really saw how much you loved animals. Like, your, your care for Lembani was just out of this world. You guys look like best friends. Like, you've known each other forever. And tell me about the relationship that with animals that you love so much. Yeah, she You mentioned Lembani's name. She's like, hey. Hey, I remember I, somebody asked me to pinpoint, like, when did you see the monkey or how did you find the monkey? I can't remember. Mm. It was on social media, I'm flipping somewhere, and I followed Limbani, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this, this cat's hilarious. This is <laughs> the funniest stuff I've ever seen. Like, who does this social media for yeah. this chimpanzee? Like, i got to meet that person. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, kind of looking, looking, and I was like, oh my God, I'll probably never meet this chimpanzee. It's like, you know pipe dream whatever yeah. and I was like I didn't really ever like come to Miami yeah. so it wasn't really ever a thought yeah. God let alone meet the chimpanzee move exactly. here it never was a thought <laughs> exactly. ever I was like Miami whatever mm -hmm. but it was after fashion week that's right that is right that one of my dear friends Derek Warburton and he always goes on a holiday somewhere and it was mm -hmm. like oh let's just go to Miami and I was like let's so we got a, we got some rooms at the National, and mm -hmm. he's like partying, living his best life. And I was like, I gotta go to bed. I'm gonna see the chimpanzee in the morning. He's like, Are you for real? I was like, Yeah. And I was like, 
I got mapped out. It's like 55 minutes from the hotel to the door to here. And now I know. There's two ways you can get to ZWF. There's nice. the bumpy, bumpy, bumpy way, and there's like the highway. I went the bumpy way. So I went my original first time as a bumpy way, and mm -hmm. I was like hanging out the SUV being like, this is sick. <laughs> and I remember getting there, and there was somebody I'd met on social media who was like excited to meet me, and everybody kind of knew me because so many people were talking. Yeah. This guy from Hollywood's coming all the way to meet Limbani. And I remember I have the video. I remember sitting down and just as i sat down i saw the little feet come around the corner and then literally like he came up to me and sat on me and just like hugged and i was like oh hey buddy hi i didn't move and they're looking going oh this is this is unique mm -hmm. so we did 10 minutes the first time and granted that this is all a you know this is a privately funded place so yeah. my first two years there i paid good moolah mm -hmm. to have these experiences yeah. and rightfully so because it's what they do there now I know is incredible yeah but it just kept on coming back and coming back and each time he would remember me and he's so I mean he'll rip your face off mm -hmm. let's be let's be real yeah but he is there's something about when we look at each other in the eyes there's respect there I just understand each other and there's like an understanding of something and now that I'm like boom fast forward I live here every day he hears, the, he hears me come around the corner. I was like, Chimby! And he's like, hey, hey. And he literally was like, he'll be like sitting there and he'll be like trying to get rid of the security guy. He's like, that's my man. Just to that's come to you. Yeah, and we like have this really nice bond. Like every time I finish work, so we do the PR marketing for them now, mm -hmm. I race over to him and we have a few grapes for, you know, a little, little before bed snack and we just chill. And I feel like he like, we just look in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And I, I look at him with other people, and there's, like, he kind of looks them in the eyes, but I feel like he and I, and he, like, gives me his hands, and I'm like, here we go. All right. I don't know. Animals are just the most pure people. Mm -hmm. And I say people because I do believe that they're way better than people. <laughs> yeah. <My> people. <laughs> I miss Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Get Matt loves you. I oh, just realized man. what I did. Anyway, no, I do cool. feel like animals are the purest form of, of of what we as humans have the potential to be. Mm -hmm. Now, ZWF is, you know, about the preservation of wild animals and, like, animals that you would think of, like, in the jungle. Yeah. In captivity. Oh, oh, yeah. And there's stories that laid them there, like some of the lions and Max were saved from canning Max. in Africa. So Africa, canning would be, like... If you raise the lion here in your house and you raise it from a baby to be an adult, it would think it's like a human. Hmm. And then imagine you just threw it in the backyard and there's like snipers there and for prey and fun. So all the lions that are currently at ZWF mm -hmm. and Max were brought in from Africa from Canning. So mm -hmm. we brought them in and saved them there. The crazy thing is that it's like we haven't really kind of pushed a breeding program, but now we're having those baby lions coming out of this. And mm -hmm. like there's... There's new ways of, like, continuing a species on. Mm -hmm. I mean, Limbani, when he was born, his mother, he broke his mother's ribs coming out. So that's an instant, like, bah, you're yeah. dead. Yeah. So he was brought over to us. And there's kind of, like, there's a network of... It's actually a funny story, because up until I got back to L.A. and I happened to be watching Netflix, Tiger King, I had no idea who any of these people were. And I, I watched Tiger I King, and I went like this. Yeah. I was like... That's that Mario from the zoo. What the? What's going on? Mm -hmm. What's going on? I'm texting people. I was like, 
this is insane. I was gonna ask. And you now about he's that. like, he's like Big Papa to me. Yeah. I mean, he he's taking me in, and he said the other night, and I don't know what it is. I don't consider myself any kinds of special, any kinds of thing. I consider myself, I love everybody, until you give me a reason not. Mm-hmm. But when we were driving home the other the other night, he said to me, he goes, I don't know what it is about you, but everybody likes you. I was like, that's a, if that's my if that's my last piece of paper and my memoir, everybody that's liked it. him. I'm not a I'm not a deviant. I'm not vindictive. I will f- you up though. You see that bleep? You heard it. I will do that if you come for me or any of my loved ones. Yeah. And you're my loved ones in this room. So if you if something comes from there, I, I'm yeah. the screws are out. Yeah. But keep me contained. There's no reason anybody like. I got love for everybody, yeah. whatever. And I was like, everybody's like, I got love. It's so like interesting. Like Mario and I hug now, and like, it's like, yeah. Mario wouldn't like that with me. Cut. Mario wouldn't like that with me. Listen, but he he's he's you have a changed complex him, though. character. You have changed that whole complex around just from when you arrived there to. To now, it's been from what I hear from oh, you and what I see. Leaving. Oh, I know. People come right. in and I'm done. I'm standing. I know, but it, what has been your mindset? Just being in there, being attached to Lombani, attached to the other animals, being the person that you are, you have changed the whole image of the zoo, and you're really because they're in it so deep, doing uh-huh. what they do. Uh-huh. They don't really, and they never really understood how that they can take place in South Florida that's five acres yeah. and dreams of location two and dreams of a safari and dreams of all of this mm-hmm. and how to get the whole world to do it. Mm-hmm. How do you get that attention of the world to come in to five acres currently in South Florida? Yeah. Now they've got the social media game down like no other, mm-hmm. I believe. We've just started like on a big TV tour. We're really kind of looking at the way because I do believe, and I've said this, and I'm happy to say it, that I do believe that there's levity, and I do believe that there's a market that Mario appeals to, but there's also a female demographic that's been missing. Mm-hmm. So we bring Maria and them together, and now we have a full 360. I like that. And everybody gets the thing, and I love it. Even Mario is like, oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I was like, he didn't want to do anything. Now he's yeah. like... From you, I heard there. that, yeah. There's... And there's big things right around the corner. I know it. I can't. I wish, man, yeah. 2021 is when you can hear. 2021 is going to be very interesting. God, I can't wait until that happens. I mean, I can't wait we started some great things last, like three months ago, and then everybody kind of has, there's been a changing of the guards and different things. Like so it's that. like, it's great. But I will say that everybody thinks that I moved here for a chimpanzee. That's what I thought at first. I was like, man, he came here for I a monkey. I moved here for happiness. Yeah. And happiness comes in many different shapes and forms. Dirty, dirty, smelly, chimpanzee, <laughs> yes, that's happiness. But I moved here for my happiness. The happiness that I get being able to sit on my balcony and literally be like, you kind of made it. Mm-hmm. You got a long way to go, but you kind of finally found somewhere that you feel like you can actually exhale yeah. and be like, all right, you, you're good. Well, you've definitely been you're yourself. Good. I've been running like a dog for so long, and I'm like <laughs> running shoes. through new... I mean, I did a decade in New York. Yeah. Adding all the crap that happened in between that, I survived. Mm-hmm. And I have such strong ties in New York City that like, not many people can say that. 
Oh, I, didn't, I didn't die, so that was positive. No, I mean, just from Fashion Week, like, yeah, you're going here, here, here. We were looking at the list. I was like, like, like man, pop, pop, like, pop. All right, here we go. Okay, but quick, you know, life is about, life is about, it's, I think as I'm getting older, mm -hmm. I'm realizing life is to be enjoyed, too. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time prior to this shutdown, pandemic, whatever you want to call this nonsense, not really kind of thinking that I was, like, doing self-care for myself. So my self-care is actually being able to be around Limbani and being able to also like get out of my like limitations and be like, you know, there's so many other animals at this place that I'm like, all right, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was like, number one's Chippy. Mm -hmm. and, number know, one I is Limbani. Yeah. And Mama too. Now okay. you also have your popular show, Sipping the Tea. Hey, what's popping? Oh man. He's cold, but you know, I've been it's, serving it's, it's some tea. So, so, you have been serving this, some tea. This guy, let me just tell you, let me just tell you, this guy says very little, but man, he's got a way to open you up. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I hey, mean, it's, hey, comfortable. I'm going to take that shirt after you're done, too. Oh, you can have it, That's man. Popular. You can have it. This yeah, just throw it in my gift bag. <laughs> you got that, too. You got the Adidas shoes and everything. And I want to talk about son. that because your show isn't just centered around fashion and only entertainment. There's so many different people that you cover and talk about. And what is that like for you? Because you are on the PR side, and, and I know you're always dealing with multiple personalities all the time, but bringing it into a show, you and Ariane, of course, I have to shout her out because it yes. is a popular show. You guys have been able to go from one medium to the next, and it seems like it's all congruent with each other. It's all just, it's very informative. It's very in-depth. It, it, it takes people to a place where they never would have thought of certain things. And, you know, for me, every single, the episodes that I've caught, I'm just like, oh, well, I didn't know that about that person. Oh, I didn't know that about that person. But you've been able to bring it out of so many different celebrities. It's it's unique to see from a PR perspective because, like I've reiterated before, nobody's doing what you're doing. And you've been able to do it in a way that almost looks seamlessly. And you've, you just did, well, a couple of weeks ago, you did your 200th episode, and you're probably on almost 300 now. Two years. Two years. Two years, year sorry. Two years. Two year anniversary. Hundred and sorry. how many episodes? 200. I thought it was 200. Yeah, yeah. two. 117 only. Well, yeah. Three months ago. Yeah. I thought it was 200. Okay, yeah, 117. Whatever, you know, it's still a lot. 200. That's a lot of episodes. Listen, that started as a joke with Ariana and I because we have the best synergy, I think, that anyone. I was like, if I was a straight man, I would. That's it. In the bag. We're done. <laughs> we just have, like, epic chemistry. Mm -hmm. And we've been able to, like, really grow because I had no idea who she was when I first met her. Mm -hmm. I remember being with a client, we're at a party, Jordan Woods is there, like all these people are there. And this chick is like popping and locking and all this. I was like, who is that? <laughs> I was like, she's cute, but she's a mess. Yeah. And we started talking. My friend's like, she's WWE and I was like, what's that? I don't know what that is. She's like on Total Divas. I was like, what's that? I only watch Housewives. I mean, I came, I did PR for Housewives for a long time. So I was yeah. like, listen, New York is a bubble. We don't yeah. know anything else. New York is a bubble. Yeah. New York is not big at all. Mm -hmm. When you're in it, it's tiny. Uh -huh. So it's like I met her. It's like turned into this. I did her PR. That turned into three years of amazing stuff for her, and we always joked. She was like, oh my God, I wish I was in the WWE still, because I would have been like a superstar. She'd been killing it. So, you know, but watch this space, maybe, maybe, maybe. She's um, still coming up though. She she literally like joked with me one day, because we should do like a TV show, something, something, something. And I had taken a client to this space in West Hollywood, and I was like, oh, maybe the guy will let me use that space to do a TV show. Mm. 
I called the guy. He's like, yeah, cool. And he goes, all this, whatever, whatever. I was like, okay, who would our first guest be? I don't know. Let me let me look what's going on. Ricky Thompson. That sounds good to me. Ricky Thompson said yes. Now Ricky Thompson's like premium. He's yeah. up there. So he was our first guest. We had no idea what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But we had a guy that basically believed... I think he believed in Ariane because she had lots of numbers. He mm-hmm. didn't give a crap about me. But I was he didn't, he didn't realize I was driving the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to drive this together. We're going to find our way. And I didn't, I, I didn't even know what we were doing. I'm like swearing like a trucker. <laughs> he might as well give me a beer and a ciggy and get a, <laughs> a blow a line. I'll be like, what's popping, mothers? How you doing? So yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. And it was only literally probably four or five episodes. My mom was like, you're actually kind of okay at this. Mm-hmm. She goes, if you swear one more time, if you use that C I'm word sure. one more time, she goes, I'm going to get that flight over there. I'm going to like slap you. I was like, okay. So I, I eliminate certain things out. Mm-hmm. And we just kept going. And now, you know, over 100 episodes we did, hundreds of thousands of views, Spotify, iHeart, here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Starting with Ricky, having people like Dan Fleischman, who's like one of Forbes, you know, fastest growing businessmen, to Kara Santana, to Olivia Culpo, you know, it's it's for me, this is like opening my black book and being like, who do I know that can get me to these people? Yeah. And I realized, wow, I know a lot of people. You know a lot of people. You don't just have And I was like, I know a lot of people. And maybe that's why they feel like comfortable and it's been blessing that I know a lot of people because the black book eventually went out mm-hmm. and I was like alright now I gotta like get the PR companies to be bringing people to me and get them to be bringing people to me and if they watch an episode I mean god my favorite favorite one that I recently did was with Raphael Rowe mm-hmm. and he by far I was obsessed during pandemic I watched this Netflix show about him going into prisons and I was like this is a cool show not realizing why it was so cool that he was going in yeah. because he got locked up for something he didn't do exactly. for 12 or 13 years or something like that. I think it was Maybe 13, he said. 13. And I just DM'd the guy and he watched the show. He goes, this is very different to anything I've ever done. I mean, he's a serious journalist with yeah. BBC, but he loved it. He was... He uh, laughed. He had the, He goes, you are the funniest pair I've ever met. He goes, this is great, but we got to talk about some real deal stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the fluff. But as this has progressed, I love actually like talking to people. And now I'm like, yes, I want to monetize it more. We monetize here, whatever. I want to get to a point where that comes through. Mm-hmm. But now I want to do more like more like him. You know, we have an episode coming out next week that's like literally, I don't know, it depends on what age you are, but if you're in a certain demographic, Buffy was like, with Sarah Michelle Gellar, was the, the thing. Oh, I'm watching that. So Drusilla oh. was the, was her and Spike were the two that like bit each, bit the yeah. things and turned angels. So they had the spin-offs together. Uh-huh. So we're interviewing some of those people. Oh, okay. On next week's episode. So it's like, now I'm like, there's just weird things that come. And it's kind of like these circle moments that happen. But it's good though. It, it gives you that diversity in your show. It's not just always... I see it from other guys in the UK. You know, it's Anthony, all over the world. Anthony's new girlfriend. She's she's coming up in two weeks, bro. Victoria's she Secret. Got, she's she's coming up. You know who I'm talking about. I saw you like her picture <laughs> with her puppy. Yes. Anyway, I'm gonna send her this. Oh god, it's funny. You, it's funny. But no, listen, it's opened up the world to us. Mm-hmm. This little silly sip in the tea has. Whether it monetizes or not, it's worth its weight in gold for yeah. other reasons. Yeah. And this is where I say, 
do many things, but not too many things that you don't do what you're doing well. Mm -hmm. So I want to do many things, but I have a list that goes down around and keeps going. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, when I feel like I got a handle on one thing, so after two years, I finally feel like I got a handle on sipping the tea. Mm -hmm. We've got a great team behind us mm -hmm. that does your production too. All-stars. And that keeps me knowing that they'll turn things around and it's cute, it's clean, it's done, it's great. I have big ideas for sipping the tea. Mm -hmm. I mean, our two year anniversary we did at ZWF, that, that was, was a literal that was big. wildlife situation. That was big. It was great. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, positive affirmation of like, never in my wildest dreams did I think that, what, a year and a half, two years ago, that I would meet a chimpanzee, I would now be working for them, I would do my two-year anniversary with all the animals possible, I would have Mario come on and be like, I love you, man, like, you're a family, that all these things would come together, not because I dreamt it up, not because I think, but I kind of feel like I willed this into reality you did Definitely. and i worked my ass off for it so yeah. you can dream but work your if you're not willing to put any work in and i, I don't mean like surface level work you gotta break that shit down mm -hmm. and actually do the work mm -hmm. and it's not always gonna be it's not it's not always easy and not all the time does anything work out exactly half the time i would say 90 percent of the time nothing works out but it's those moments where you're trying to put that jigsaw puzzle together and you're like what what's going on so you're like, oh, I'm doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I like that. So it's flip your reality and be like, you just come at it a different way. Drop some gems. There's nothing man. overnight. Nobody's an overnight success. No one. Never. Never. And I say that to ever. every client. Nobody's an overnight success. Mm -hmm. I got girls that are on hit ABC TV shows, four seasons in. Nobody's still never heard of your name. But you're on like 50 covers. Mm -hmm. And you're bigger than the star of the lead of the show. So I was like... This, the varying levels of what success means for people is so different. Yeah. And I think if there's anything that's been led out of this lockdown situation, whatever, however you view that situation, I do believe that when I read that comment saying, oh, that's like offensive that people would say, go learn something. If you haven't learned something, this and that, you should go dig a grave and bury yourself because you're the problem with this world. Mm -hmm. Dang. You're living. Your dreams are in the cemetery already. You just let your dreams go. Yeah. You took the shovel and you buried them yourself mm. by saying that statement. So, frankly, I'm like, that's let's let's lift up, let's inspire. This ain't church, but I'm saying, if you want to live a great life, dream big, but make sure those dreams are there, and don't dream too big too fast. Yeah. So it's basically self-limiting beliefs is what you're saying. You shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like, you can have a laundry list of stuff, but yeah. nobody's that good. No one. Yeah. And I'm, the one goal I set myself for 2021 is to release a little bit more each time so I can bring more people into my circle, business-wise, mm -hmm. so I can focus on the bigger stuff and they can focus on things. But letting go is very difficult. Because you've so built so let, me, let me put it on this record that I'm going to a little somebody. bit let go. Okay. Just little bits here and there. Perfectionist. He's looking for applications of people that are willing to work, don't have self-limiting beliefs, and want the team to win. Those are the three requirements. I love animals, otherwise. You and you gotta love animals too. If you don't love animals, it's it's impossible. So for you, without going into any details, where do you see Matt Dillon down the road? I definitely think I'm working now on getting like book deals for people. 
I'm in the, I'm in the publishing, trying to get the publishing land. Oh, wow, okay. So my thing is that I probably gave you, like like I said, an eighth of the New York story alone, 10 years of stuff, of mm -hmm. the shit that I got myself into and got myself out of with my mouth. Mm -hmm. There's four chapters of a memoir in there. So, girl, hello. Yeah, your 10 years worth of that. Don't worry. I mean, she got found in a trash can. You ain't getting yeah. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> hello. Yeah, listen. I've always wanted to write a memoir, but I, I, I'm nowhere near finished and I'm nowhere near accomplished. And you never know. Maybe reality TV. Oh, you're Maybe definitely some doing certain that. Things. You're definitely you never, that. I already. You never it. know what's. I see you never know what's going to happen in 2021. <laughs> I when your see life it. is a zoo. Oh, it's crazy. You wow, never, it's crazy. never know. I mean, I always look at put it this way to surmise. The day I took her out of a trash can, would she ever believe that yesterday, eleven and a half years later, she'd be running with a chimpanzee chasing her right by the thing, and she's ducking and weaving the thing. Never really she probably thought. is like, yeah, you should have left me there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. That's dope. There's a lot coming. There's a lot coming for you, you know? I know. You don't it's even know what's happening. I, I, I just I, hit the call button. I'm like, yo, you oh need God. to do this. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's working behind the scenes. The hardest working PR man in the world. There's a lot yes, going on. in the on. world, people. And when we're gonna we're gonna travel next year, we're gonna do, you know, the the Pussycat Dolls. If that tour happens, everybody's going on a world tour. <laughs> Starting in Germany, yeah, I'm gonna get you hired, boys, for the uh, official BTS. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger can pay for that. Oh, <laughs> Nicole. Yeah. Okay. What's happening? Listen. No, but man, definitely, I appreciate you. It's like I said, I since the minute I met you, since the minute we talked. Before yeah. we wrap, how did we meet? I don't remember how we met. Anyway, you, you, <laughs> remember, you forgot? John Paul. He was another business partner. Yes. But I just remember the talk that we had. We were leaving the restaurant, and I the first thing I asked you was like, "Can you help me out?" And from there on, you just took it to another level. And every single time we talk and we have, when we're all having a discussion, it's always, I feel energized because you have this plan in place. It's elaborate and you, you know, know that when i talk to you like that you also give me that energy back it's, i mean reciprocated you know i, mean? I don't but it's, it's spirit it's it starts because with you i wouldn't have that energy to like pop into that zone mm -hmm. because i want to see good for you mm -hmm. i want to see Likewise. that and meeting your full team including you know mama fam, yeah oh yeah the fam, fam, yeah that's really kind of like open my like there's so many jigsaw puzzles that you have mm -hmm. around yourself mm -hmm. They're real good, yeah. and they're decent, mm -hmm. and they're kind, and they want the best for you. Well, that's so what we all want. That's up. the thing. That's it. Be decent, be kind, work hard, be able to pick yourself up. I pick everybody think, up around you, too, man. I don't think there's anything else that can be said, brother. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for having and me. You can have the sweater, too, man. Hey! Don't do <laughs> worry. <laughs> yeah, he said that on camera. I did. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.